everyone, and welcome to Scarland Sins of Shelzar, Season 2, Episode 18, where we continue our story of Dead Man's Rust. Um, but just before we get into where we were at when we parked, uh, a couple things I want to draw everyone's attention to. Uh, first off, as you probably know, if you've seen the channel before, and if not, welcome. Uh, this is the 10th anniversary of Onyx Path Publishing. There's a lot of cool stuff going on uh, to celebrate it. Um, not the least of which is each month there is a new game that goes on sale and is featured. Uh, this month's featured game is the Crossroads Continent, which is the uh, setting that was uh, where Rich Thomas, the founder of Onyx Path, uh, first is, it was his first uh, D&D setting. So seeing that brought to life in fifth edition is super cool. I've uh, had the extreme honor and pleasure of being a part of that, uh, and it's it's been an, a riot. Um, you want to check it out and play uh this friday's pathcast it will be uh part one of an actual play uh in, in a, an adventure in the crossroads continent so uh definitely check that out um the other thing speaking of uh onyx pathcon is uh june 10th through 12th there are slots that you can sign up for if you want to run games uh where you can run games make a few bucks uh, donates and it donates part of the uh, per seat fee uh, for charity. So if you're interested in running some games, we would love to have people uh, show up, uh, run games for others. We're also going to have a lot of actual play content uh, scattered over multiple channels and uh, we'll have panels here on the Onyx Path channel all weekend long. Uh, so you can catch up on you know what's going on this and what's coming out and things along those lines. All that information, everything I just sort of uh, went on about is in the Monday meeting notes. I'm going to go ahead and throw that link in the chat. Uh, go check it out. It's really big this this uh, week because of all the stuff that's going on. And then uh, we also have a sale on physical books over at Indie Press Revolution. Uh, I believe they're 50% off select titles. Uh, so go ahead over and check that out as well. Uh, now that the bills are paid, we can get uh, to the uh, Skylands, Dead Man's Rust, where we parked. You hit all gotten together in the inn uh you'd all made your way back there and we're taking a long rest is that uh accurate you are now inside the city of glibbetatel you've had a few interactions uh you interacted with a one of the counselors who claims to be uh sort of on your side or or at least willing to help you out um and you also had seen the undead wizard who piloted the dragon at the previous attack to, to um, the Gleaming Valley while you were out and about in the town. You're pretty sure that she saw you as well. Uh, you did some basic um, recon looking around Glivetotel. And you discovered there's a event coming up. I believe at the uh, Parthenon Noctis, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and right. you were going to head there to see if, or you had talked about possibly heading there, see if you get some in intelligence, see if you can find out if Lucian Bane is there. Uh, was that your, is that about right? Is that some about like where we parked? Yep. Cool. Any uh, questions or anything that you would all like to do as, as you complete your rest and the sun rises? 
do this. Okay. Um, you make your way out into the street. Uh, this section of Glivodotel is kind of always crowded, um, always busy, not generally terribly noisy, but uh, busy. Um, and always carries kind of a, a musk that's sort of a mix between, you know, sweat and rot from the living and the dead. As you step out into the street, it's probably about twice as thick as it was the day before, just with traffic. Many people, seems like most uh, of the people, at least in this part of the civilian quarter, are uh, making their way in the same direction as you, headed towards the Coliseum. Anything in particular you would like to do or avoid doing while you travel? Were we meeting up with... Uh... Uh, I believe she gave you, she said she would be back at sundown the next day. Oh, gotcha. 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 Right. And uh, her name was Tar Tarnia. Tarnia. Yep. That down. So, yeah, you have until dusk to kind of figure out what it is that you want to do. So, yeah, any uh, just trying to keep your head down and avoid notice as you move through the crowd? Is that your plan? One thing I was thinking of, um, we do have some party funds. We might be able to, like, raid a magic shop and see if we can buy some scrolls. Yeah, we could probably get anything we need right now, you know? I mean, certainly not the worst idea you've ever had. Yeah, we have a lot of money. The things I'm thinking are things that'll help us mainly get around undetected. Which uh, such as what? Like, what, what, what kind of things are you looking for specifically, I guess? To be honest, I'm not entirely sure, but stuff like even just like pass without trace. Okay. Yeah. Um, just things that'll like help us as a group be more. Because uh, we stand out. Like, let's face it, this is a group of <laughs> individuals you don't often see walking around this city. Sure, that's fair. Um. But, I mean, we could also pick up some, like, offensive scrolls just to have some, because then we don't need spell slots to use higher-level spells. And I would imagine they have offensive scrolls on sale in this. <laughs> I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah, I mean, if that's, if that's something you want to do is try to find uh, a place where you can 
um, you know, pick up some magical items and, and such. Um, Just so we're clear, uh, we're we're going to go to the Coliseum to see if Lucian Dam is going to be there, correct? Correct. Yeah, your I think your ultimate aim was going to be to try to, uh, you know, if he was present, I think you're going to try to sneak into his place, if I okay. recall properly. Uh, was was your ultimate plan? If um, you guys want to go do that, while I scout out, go to the Coliseum and see if he's there. That's an option if you guys want. I thought we decided we were not going to split up because it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like far as hell, right? Yeah. Just Other like side of town. Hmm. Like, I don't remember much from last session, but I remember somebody saying that for split hmm. the party. All right. Yeah. Idea we could get, and I bet you they definitely have a scroll of summon undead. We could conjure a ghost to go watch the fight for us and tell us if Lucian Dane shows up. Yeah. Well, if anywhere is going to have a or unseen servant, live it a tell. Yeah. <laughs> that or unseen servant, one of the two. But ghost probably faster, right? Most likely. Yeah, unseen servant's also like somewhat limited in how far away from you it can get and still work. Right. Cool. I think it's a great idea, Sherlock. Get the undead then. Yep. All right. So you just kind of duck your head into the first. I mean, there's obviously there's no magic shops in the civilian quarter. Um, so you'll have to at least make your way up to the awakened quarter before you can uh, enact this plan. Uh, and then what are you looking for specifically to identify a magic shop? Like, what uh, is there a. Um, you know, type of uh, drawing you're looking for? Is there a certain sort of style of shop you're trying to uh, to see what, what would... Uh... I'm guessing that uh, um, my brain, sorry. I'm guessing that Haiku probably has the best chance of understanding any of the glyphs around here and seeking out a place with necromantic. If it's, uh, if you want me to do like an arcana, probably not. Cause I don't have a high arcana. If that's something I got to like use to like find this. Um, I mean, I've got, would arcana that fall under using, like, like, would that fall under like a language spell? Uh, yeah, if you have comprehend languages, you can read uh, any markings they might have as well. Like if it's if it's marked in language, if it's just like you know uh, a crest or something like that, that wouldn't fall under comprehend languages. But if you're trying to look for like signage, that that's what that would fall under. All right, I'll just drop a comprehend language, and then kind of we'll kind of share within ourselves, like until we figure out what place sounds like where we want to be. I don't know what other criteria would be necessary. Yeah. Sure. Um, like I can also you, make an arcana check, but I don't know. I mean, if you want to make an arcana check, you're welcome to as well. Um, but oh, the twenty. Damn. There you go. It's not too bad. Not natural, but got it. So um, you're aware that a lot of these scrolls 
are going to be the kinds of things that um, are probably not going to be like in a run of the mill shop. Okay. Um, most necromancers have that spell, you know, they, they want to cast that spell, either have it in their spell book or they, you know, know how to create the scroll themselves. So uh, there's probably a couple exceptions to that. If you go to some place that's maybe affiliated with the city, with the city guard, uh, you might be in good shape. Also, if you look toward um, places that are more focused on worship, you might be okay. Um, for example, uh, there it's not impossible that a uh, temple of Vangel might carry such a scroll, and it's almost guaranteed that a temple of Belsmith would. So, what uh, Ithran's suggestion is to check the black market. Because uh, if we consult with shady people, we're probably less likely to be terribly, terribly betrayed. Huh? Ithran is so smart. <laughs> or like give ourselves away or, or something. I mean that's a it's a fair uh, idea. How but do you intend? If like we're uh, supposed to be, you know, mages, you can't really question why we're getting this spell, you know, because it, it interferes with like you know our practice, like the law here, you know. Don't interfere with mages' business. So if I'm like, yeah, I want this the scroll, they're gonna really gonna be like, oh, really? Why? You know, it's like, hey, mind your business, you know. Also a good point. Um, I guess the, the question then becomes, if you did want to look into the black market, uh, how would you attempt to do so? What would be, what means would you try to use to uh, reach out to the black market? Uh, so my default idea is to find a real, like shady, seedy tavern, um besides the one you make, just left <laughs> yeah and make discreet <laughs> inquiries okay i would assume also they'd be roguish right so i have thieves can't if there's anything around any markings like that oh why don't you go ahead and make a um give me a perception check okay Nice. 21. Damn. I'm really excited. It's going to go real bad at the end. Watch. Yeah, you absolutely, uh, as you're walking along and you're sort of debating like, well, we could try this, we could try that. Well, we could split up. We said we weren't going to split up. Um, And uh, like you catch out of the corner of your eye, Haiku, um, a little glyph that's carved in the top of a a building, uh, like in the top of the doorway leading to a building looks like it might be some kind of a shop or something along those lines. Um, but it's definitely, uh, a, a marker that the, this place is friendly to, um, folks that practice thieves can't. 
right. I just go bingo. I'd say like stop everybody. Like, oh, that's what we're looking for. You want some shady shit? It's going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, all good? I will follow Haiku's lead on this one because he knows how to do sketch way, way better than I do. <laughs> That's fair. Are you all going to go in or are you just going to uh, have a couple of you going? Uh, I'm not going to go in. I mean, I'll go in if Haiku wants backup. Yeah, I'm going to need some backup just in case, you know. We're going to like half and half it? I was going to say, does it look like a big place? Uh, no, it doesn't look too big. Um I say maybe it's, two of us stay out on the street then. I'll hang outside. Just watching out, I guess. Just holler yeah. if you need me. All right, dope. All right, All right so, so I'm going in. We got Haiku, uh, Charlie, and Ithrin going in, right? Okay. Yes. And then so that leaves. Uh, Alan and Sherilyn out on the street. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Charlie needs to go, but she's carrying the big person. I love that the two biggest guys are out on the street. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'd have the hardest time fitting in the door. True. So, so you go in, and this place isn't so much set up like a shop, per se. Like, you do see there are some shelves that have various items on them. Um, but the rest of the way it really looks very similar to an inn there's tables uh very low tables um and rather than stools they have like pillows around them and you see a guy um human looks like he's maybe in his mid to late 50s um very colorful um in terms of like just straight up like look, looks like he's gotten a lot of sun, which doesn't look particularly common around here. Um, even one might even say a little bit ruddy in the cheeks, you know, a little bit of gin blossom going on. Um, and uh, he has shoulder length hair. Um, looks like he hasn't seen a comb in many a year. He's just sort of sitting lotus like on top of one of the tables and slowly opens his eyes when you walk in. Ah, what brings such wonderful guests into my home? I'm gonna, in Thieves' Camp, um, say I heard if we can come here if we need some, uh, we need some scrolls. Uh, he replies to you also in Thieves' Camp. Um, are your friends cool? Most definitely. He says, oh, good. Sorry. He like pulls the wig off and he's like bald, like completely hairless. Um, <laughs> pulls both of his eyebrow, like eyebrows off and... Um, sets them down next to one another on one of the tables and then claps twice. And like the illumination inside goes darker. Uh, you can see various um, 
not only are there just like scrolls, a couple of spell books, you see like a severed hand that has uh, candlesticks coming out of the fingertips and several magic weapons hanging on the walls and armor and just this place looks like an armory. Cool. Thick. He says, so what is it that brings you here today? What sort of trouble would you like to stir up in a city of death? Oh, and I would just... like each of you while you're in there to go ahead and give me a perception roll, please. Perception. I like this guy. And up until he took off his wig and eyebrows, I was picturing Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got an 11, so I think whatever she's supposed to see, Ithrin is just too distracted by everything else interesting in the building. That's fair. It's just 13 for me. 13, What was it? I missed it, sorry. Uh, perception, sorry. <clears throat> I was reading a spell and I... Ah, where's my character sheet? Uh, 18. Okay. Um, yeah, Ithrin and, and Haiku are a little too distracted by the like sudden shift in the environment. But Charlie, you very clearly notice uh, as his uh, sort of robe kind of falls open a bit in the front, uh, you very clearly notice a vertical slit from like just above his solar plexus. Uh, going all the way down um, well past the fold of his garment. And you're, you've been around enough, you've heard enough stories, you know enough to recognize immediately that the lack of hair and that uh, vertical abdominal slit uh, pretty much means he's a high gorgon. And high gorgons are uh, servants of... Uh, Mormo, they tend to be very, very monstrous creatures. So is it like there's no way this person isn't evil? Is that? I mean, it's very unlikely. You probably would assume it's very unlikely that they're not at least a Titan servant. Um, Okay. Whether or not that matters to you is up to you. Whether or not that matters in this context is up to you. Um, but you're like 100% sure this person is probably one of the cultists trying to raise Mormo. Okay. Well, I will um, just note that. I would assume that's a big no-no even here, right? Oh, especially here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it, for all of the horrors of Blivadotel, they are godly folk in the Scarred Lands. Uh, oh. <laughs> all right i'm gonna say that we're looking for uh some pass without trace some dimension door and some arcane eye um Ooh, and... you're up to some fun aren't you <laughs> always let's see Also, I want to just keep what kind of dope weapons he's got up there. I'm going to use message to just drop that information about him. Okay. So Because I don't know if that matters, but it's starting to, starting to bug me. 
All right, so you're just going to like let the rest let the other two know that? Yeah. Well, he's definitely not likely to snitch on us because we have that information on him at least, you know? Probably doesn't want anybody knocking on their, his door. That's a fair assessment. Um, yeah, that's fair to say. Um, so you're looking uh, for weapons specifically? Uh, those scrolls specifically, but also just like, uh, they're there. I want to see if there's anything cool for like, you know, um, <laughs> for, uh, oh, I'm blanking everybody's name. It's been so long. Charlon? Charlon. And uh, what's my last character they've been I forgot. Holland? Holland. Holland, yeah. Especially Holland. Okay. Um, so you're looking to see, like, if they have the types of weapons that you're accustomed to seeing them using, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um... Let's see, give me a half a second here. Why don't you go ahead and uh, roll percentile for me there, if you don't mind. Um, Mike, go ahead and roll it uh, four times. Roll it four times? Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so the first one. Oops. First one's gonna be 82. Second one's going to be 54. Okay. Third one's going to be 76. Okay. And the last one's going to be 13. Okay. Um, so you find... It's actually extra funny. Um, you find the scrolls you're looking for. And you do see one rather large uh, axe, like double-bladed axe. Uh, there's some swords, some shields. Uh, he does pull out, there was the two scrolls, or three scrolls, Dimension Door, Arcane Eye, and uh, Pass Without Trace, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, he pulls out those three. And real quick, what level is Pass of the Trace? Let's see. I think it's the first level. It is second level Abjuration. Um, are you asking about any of the items or just about the scrolls? Yeah, if there, what's I just want to ask about that axe. What's so cool about that? Is there anything like special about it besides it being a dope ass axe? Says, oh yes, that uh, that axe was wielded by a great Asathi hero, um, and is said to have tasted the blood of Vangel the Ravager. Uh, in addition to its highly increased might that it provides 
uh, it can cause anyone wounded by it to go berserk, unable to control themselves. All right. How much for the scrolls plus that? One moment. He uh, walks over and pulls out an abacus and some notes and starts going through them. Um, you're fairly certain that if you whisper, you can probably communicate relatively freely while his back is turned. About what? All right. I mean, if you, I'm just saying, if you if you all wanted to talk real quick, oh, okay, you, you could pull that off if you needed to. Everyone's uh, going to whisper. Are we sure this is still a good idea? I don't know. Idea. <laughs> I don't have a better idea. Yeah. Okay. That definitely doesn't want to get caught right now, so. All right, go ahead and give me a um, persuasion roll, if you don't mind, uh, Haiku. Persuasion, persuasion. Oof, it's a 13. All right, so what you're looking at right now, uh, give me a... D6 rule, if you don't mind. Two. All right, so you're looking at 20 gold for the pass without trace. And then give me Two D ten, please. Mm -hmm. Uh, ten and a nine, so nineteen. So, uh, thirty-eight thousand for the other two scrolls. Thirty-eight thousand. Thirty-eight thousand, and then give me two D six. Both one, so two. All right. Um, he says the, the axe can be yours for 50,000 gold. Can you convert that into platinum? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you convert to platinum, it's just uh, drop a zero off the end of it. It's one, one platinum's 100 gold. Or 10 gold, I'm sorry. One platinum's 10 gold. Yeah, we don't have that kind of money. We what? <clears throat> we don't have that kind of money. Can we get just get the scrolls? Is that what we can afford or no? No. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, we can afford the pass without a trace. <laughs> <laughs> no, um <laughs> we have a hundred platinum and eight hundred and twenty-three gold. Okay. Wondering if Individually, do any of us have any? I don't have anything like that. Yeah. Oh, I guess I have 924 gold. I don't ever spend money. 
Damn, that's crazy. I have no money. I'm a hoarder. Uh, I have 45 gold. But that's all. I can't find where our money is now. It was just there and now it's gone. There it is. Yeah, I only have like 50 gold. Well, we are not as rich as we thought. Yeah. I thought we were balling. I thought we were rolling in it. I mean, you are rolling in it, but you're also talking about buying like two rare magic items and a legendary magic item. Yeah, I mean, for for our level, we're doing great. But yeah, uh, I mean, we could always just kill him and take it. I mean, what? No, I'm chaotic good. I never said that. And Island is outside, so that's not going to (laughs) happen. I'll just message Island. The guy inside looking shifty. Come take care of him. I'm not going to do that. I'm really not going to do that. Please don't. (laughs) We want things for free now. (laughs) I mean, is it really an evil act to kill a cultist who is trying to summon an evil god, especially if he's got something we really want? All right. What does RK and I do again? I just checked the chats. I saw that. That's what um, Charlotte said. I mean, Dimension Door would help us get someplace if we needed to. It's a good escape option. Well, it's good for two people to escape out of. Yeah. Not all of us, right? No, and we still have veterans. Yeah. So we guess we technically don't need that one, but we're going to be in the fucking snow. So you like track all the way back over here again, but it's something. Yeah, I mean, Ithran's amulet is like a break glass in case of emergency. Yeah, type of deal. Well, and you did have someone set up for Holy Beacon, right? Yeah. So we do have the Holy that. Beacon, also. Yeah, and I, I suppose clairvoyance might do it but that's also a third level spell so it'd be the same cost as dimension door i was just thinking of a way that we don't need to split up but we can be watching the the crowd while we are waiting none of you has any summon spell we are being so like extra careful <laughs> i know it's like so we, out of character we're not yeah. I'm so proud of you. You've all you've all learned. How much Only it's like four years. <laughs> <laughs> that implies that you've been trying to get us to do this entire time and avoiding all our Leroy Jenkins dreams. He loves our nonsense. <laughs> How much for just RK and I? Uh, just RK and I. Yeah, uh, it would be nineteen thousand, which we had a thousand, thousand of that, right? We had a hundred platinum. Yep. So, pursuant to Travis's question, I do have the spell summon Fay, but I would need a long rest to prepare it. And you just I completed a long rest. 
Okay. You all just completed a long rest before you left the bar. Smart. Yeah, I'm I'm also not sure though that summoning a fate would be yeah, helpful. You're probably not here right now. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> I mean, I could think of a lot. I mean, we could just take Passage Face and just, you know, hope that our contact knows what the fuck she's talking about, you know? How much was the third level spell? Uh, 19,000, right? Arcane, no, Arcane Eye is for it. Uh, third level spell. Uh, Mike, go ahead and roll a d6 for me, please. Because that's clairvoyance, which... A two. Uh, he's willing to let a second-level spell scroll go, go to you for 200 gold. There. A third level? Uh, th- second and third, yeah. Okay. Maybe we should just get a clairvoyance. It's third level. Clairvoyance and dimension. I mean, not dimension door. Uh, pass without trace. Then call it a day. Sounds good to me. All right. Cool. All right, so just tell me what to take off the thing. I don't. Two hundred twenty. Yeah, twenty-two platinum. Uh, anything else? He uh, wanted me to gift wrap that for you. Not necessary. Sass is going to get him killed. <laughs> this prize gouge is going to get him killed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew looks like she was about to say, like, could you? Mm-hmm. It's for a birthday present. So. <laughs> oh, Andrew. Uh, he hands you your, your uh, wares and shows you the door. Uh, resetting the illusion before you leave. Um, you were inside for like five minutes, probably. Uh, while you're inside, uh, Charlotte and Alan, what are you two doing out on the street? Looking inconspicuous. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> are you human Alan right now? Is that what you're doing right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you catch a couple of Odd glances, largely you're assuming because neither one of you is small. Um, but for the most part, people are just kind of there's not a whole lot of looky loos around Glover Hotel. People tend to keep their faces at their feet and just keep moving. Um, but yeah, you notice, and uh, the other thing that you, you probably notice as you're watching is that. Despite the increase in foot traffic, there doesn't seem to be much of an increase in patrol presence. Right about the time you notice that, they come out with the scrolls in hand. Cool. We got Pass Without Trace and uh, what do we get? I already forgot. Uh, Arcane Eye? No. Clairvoyance. 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 Which allows us to basically see or hear the location within one mile of where we are. Okay. Which is handy. Cool. Here, I'll, I'll paste the... So what would you like to do now that you have acquired this? Uh, and these off over to... You the... probably took 45 minutes looking around, by the way. 
out of your way. Um, I need to go if if I'm going to be the one casting clairvoyance. Uh, I'll need to go scout out the place where we need to watch from to see if what's his name shows up here, or to listen for what's his name to show up here. So you're going to try to set up clairvoyance inside of the Parthenon Noctis. Right. I would you assume know, that there are going to be a bunch of people watching the fights from a clairvoyance perspective. Like a pay-per-view? Yeah. Um, the, um, but I'm not arguing any yeah. particular point. I'm just making sure I understand <laughs> yes. what it is you're planning on doing. What were you going to say, Rachel? I'm just wondering how likely it is that this is warded against people trying to do exactly what we're trying to do. No, come here and pay. So see it. <laughs> Yeah, or just like uh, not even people trying to get like a free show, but like uh, you know, one scurrilous mage trying to eavesdrop on his rival. Why don't each of you make a history check for me? All of us. Yeah, because you're having this discussion out loud, so you can all sort of think. I got a nat one. Same. Yeah, you're like, oh, really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is a good one. Nineteen. Nice. Excellent. What a nerd! You're a nerd. Know something. <laughs> um, it stands to reason. Uh, you you can draw enough of a conclusion. Um, the Sutak are historic enemies of um, Hallow Faust. And a lot of the knowledge of Halifaustian law uh, has trickled down into the Iron Man. Um, so if the laws here and the interpretation of the laws here are anything like they are in Halifaust, uh, being caught spying, using magic to spy on another wizard is uh, considered the same as interfering with their study. Mm. But like, I'm not trying to get close enough. I, I, I was assuming. Yeah, I imagine there was gonna be like a floating eye, like on top of the Coliseum, just like to watch it. So I, I imagine. Well, all, all I'm saying is, is that's still law, probably that, illegal. That's yeah. what the law. Like you, you might that might be the case you make if you ever get in front of somebody to hear your case. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, I was just trying to watch the fights. Hey, maybe they sell remote sensing uh, <laughs> devices at the at the concierge, right? I'm just saying, I'm just making you aware that that could be interpreted that way if you got caught doing it. Do what you will with that information. Apparently the dogs are acting. Right? <laughs> it takes a lot. I mean, it, 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 that would assume you got caught. You know, obviously a lot of the things that you're doing right now could get you killed legally. But I'm just making you aware of that's the crime that would be committed that would be considered most likely. Especially if it's a bunch of non-humans that get caught doing it. Ooh. <laughs> that's another thing that you are profoundly aware of is that Libertal isn't exactly the, the most uh, forward thinking when it comes to race. Well, 
I leave it to you. <laughs> I got the book scroll. Do with it what you will. Pass without trace is still going to be really fucking useful. That's a plus yeah. 10 circumstance bonus to all of our stuff. Yeah, to everyone. Yeah. No, it's handy. And like I said, I mean, if you if you want to try to go up there, scry around and drop a, a um, arcane eye, you're more than welcome to. Or a, a clairvoyance, you're more than welcome to. You just, you know, I just want to make sure you're aware of the risks. Yeah, like the thing is to not get caught. The secret ingredient is crime. You don't need to be <laughs> You don't need to be close to the clairvoyant, right? Or do you? No, um, I, I just need to know where to scry, right? Mm. Or, or I guess you could cast it too. It's just a scroll. You, you've already been there. You've scouted out the location. Maybe you saw some place that would be good to listen from. No, they scouted out uh, oh, Lucian the Games, Lucian's, Lucian's home, his tower. Yeah. I thought they went past both of the. Oh, they they walked past one of they walked past the other Colosseum on the way to Lucian. Okay, well then let's all go visit the other Colosseum and get familiar with what it looks like, because we got some time to kill before dusk anyway, right? Okay, that is true. It's true. Uh, you head down there, and it's this sort of massive. There's already shows going on there. Uh, it's like not even the main event yet. Um. And it's already relatively crowded. Uh, it's constructed out of marble that appears to, that you assume was probably pulled from inside the mesa. Um, and aside from the marble, there are uh, two very large obsidian um, sort of obelisks uh, on either side, on either end of the oblong fighting space inside the arena. The seats are filled almost to capacity when you arrive. Uh, you hear a lot of chanting. Um, one of you had cast Comprehend Languages. That was Charlie, right? Yeah. Um, and the rest of you don't speak, do not. Um, so, Charlie, you're the only one who's acutely aware that um, what they are chanting is um, more blood for the Ravager, more blood for the Ravager. See. Um, so yeah, they're praying to Vandal, basically. Can I casually mention that to people, or will that like be a problem? Uh, in in what sense? Like if I if I said something to everybody else, that that's what they're saying, would somebody hear me? Would that be an issue? Chances are fairly good nobody's going to hear you. Um, not a whole lot of people are paying attention to you at the moment. Uh, it's loud in there, and uh, you're not going to be speaking the native tongue, so you could probably get away with saying just about anything. Okay, yeah, I'll tell them that's what they're Are you going to try to get in close enough that you can actually see what's going on in the arena? We got plenty of time to kill, right? Why not? push your way forward at, at, at dusk right yeah yeah you still have a few hours several several hours in fact um you push your way through the crowd close enough to where you can actually kind of see what's going on 
uh, inside of the arena, you see two, as near as you can tell, uh, golems of some kind. Uh, they appear to be either golden or covered in gold. Um, but as you look at them and you can see sort of, it's not really, it's kind of perpetually gloomy in Glividatel. Even when the sun's up, it's, it's, there's not like any direct bright light generally. Um, but they still have a bit of a glisten to them. Um, and you can definitely see that their bodies appear to, at the very least, uh, be a very good mimic or a gold-laced version of humanoid internal musculature and bone uh, that have been blown up to this to this massive size. Actually, it's really cool. Like that a lot. And there are two of them, and you see uh, they're on either side, sort of near those obelisks. And then in the center, um, you see a woman, looks like she's probably human, probably in her 40s. Um, she's wearing like shoulder pieces. One looks like it's like a, like a troll's skull, and the other one looks like it's probably an orc skull. Um, she has a necklace that's covered in various fangs and bones, and she's basically wearing like leather straps wrapped around her unmentionables. Uh, she has a pair of hand axes and each of the hand axes has like, uh, a knuckle guard that has like twisted spines sticking out of it. They're barbed and, and covered in like taut wire. I'll then take notes. <laughs> Got that love. Uh, she puts both of her hands up in the air, and the crowd jumps to their feet, goes nuts. And you see these two gilded monstrosities start moving in toward her. fight commences uh the, the crowd is getting like a little wicked um you see some of them are like pushing at each other some of them are even like biting and, and snipping at one another a little bit uh you see up close uh probably 10 rows ahead of where you're standing uh one of these shoving matches get physical enough that like a an usher steps in and like pulls the people apart. What would you like to do? So it's just are there any seats here or is it just like a big mosh pit? Like a like a there's it's like bench seating basically all the way up. Probably 20 rows up all the way around. So they're really just kind of like marble slats that you can sit on. Yeah. Nobody's in the seats right now. Everybody's. Uh, you hear uh, like 
startled scream from some of the rows down below as one of the arms comes flying off of one of those large gilded monstrosities uh, into the crowd. Spiding for like a drumstick at a concert. Yeah, but it's like, it like crushes a couple of people. Oh, it's like that bit. Oh, I love it. (laughs) I mean, they don't die, right? They can just come right back. You say that like, like they'll just like be better. (laughs) (laughs) They're undead now. So yeah, whilst all this is going on, what are y'all doing? Basically just like an exhibition match before the actual show, right? Essentially. Yeah, this is like the warm-up to the warm-up act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking I'm looking around for like the 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 box seating that would be used by like a noble person. Um you can see there are uh at each of the four like corners. For lack of a better term, mm-hmm. so like the two the two outsides of the oval yep. and, and the two uh, corner points, um, each has kind of like a overhead box that comes out. It's pretty gnarly. It appears to be made out of like bone. So it can be any one of those four. Could always just hang around until we see him and then head over there. Head over where? To his place. Oh. Without Tarnian? Well, I mean... Wasn't this just like a basically that he confirmed that he was going to be here and then we're going to get Tarnia so we can get inside? I think that was your plan was to try to find out if he was going to be there. Yeah, because it's a rumor that he might fight, you know. So I don't think she was helping us inside. She's not going to help you inside, but she said she had a, a way to help you get inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should still go meet with her, but then maybe we just stop by to make sure he's here before we head over there. Sure. We can try to look real quick. We need to. Yeah, I mean, if you want to try to interrogate people, like ask around, carouse, um, snoop, like what, what, what would you like to do? You have a few different options for how to try to gather some information in this crowd. I like uh, snooping. I'll take snooping. Okay. Or, Anybody else? Hmm? Yeah, I'll take snooping. Someone else should take carousing. Yeah, so is anyone else on team snoop? I'm gonna just like sneak around and listen to conversations if anybody's I'll perk my ear up if anybody says anything about Lucian Dane, essentially. <clears throat> okay. Uh go ahead and give me a uh perception roll. And then uh Ethrin, go ahead and give me a stealth check, please. And did you put on that pass without trace or no? No. I think it's That's, I think it's hour. where we're waiting until we get to the yeah. tower, right? Yeah. So we can be sneaky. I got a 19 on that perception. Yeah, so the the dice were teasing me because it landed on an edge, and I thought for like half a second I was going to roll a nineteen. I rolled a five. Oh, okay. so what's that bring you total to? Five. I rolled a three, so five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get back to you in a minute. 
yeah. and nobody's going with Ithrin. With Ithrin. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. I mean, not um, after that roll, though. What'd you say? Um, not after that roll. Ithrin's on her own. All right. That's fair. Um, <laughs> so as you're walking around, uh, you get a lot of information. A lot of people are talking about Lucian Dane. Um, as near as you can tell, he's 20 feet tall, can shoot fireballs from his eyes and lightning from his ass. Uh, but above and beyond that, um, there's, uh, it seems to be a pretty widespread rumor that uh, he is going to be competing in tonight's uh, main event. Um, that it supposedly is going to be just a friendly competition, um, but like the bookies are already laying odds on it. And his opponent, the most common um, rumor is that it's going to be King Cretus, but there are a few other uh, people who are rumored to be a possible opponent. Um, and bookies are taking bets like regardless of opponent. So just saying, you know, they're letting them bet on, on Lucian Dane regardless and uh, most of the bookies in town are placing it at like 300 to one for the opponent. All right. I'm going to that information. Basically, you know, it's, it's so widespread that even bookies are taking bets for it, you know, so high chance is going to be here. And while Ithrin is sneaking off, what are Charlene, Charlie and Alan going to do? Um, I'm just watching the fight because I really like the golden golems things. Yeah, I'm right. pretending to be a lot more interested in the fight than I really am. Yeah. And I'm going to try to scan and assess like the general crowd if there's anything happening, if there's anyone who looks particularly suspicious or interesting for some reason. Um, just kind of doing like I do in real life. Why are you rolling inside check? Where is my good die? That's for sure. So insight? Yep. I'm going to use my inspiration on it. I'm going to use a different die because this one was mad at me for not saying it, was, for saying it wasn't my good die. Oh, that was a nat 20. Nice. So as you're looking around, um, you spot a few things. Uh, you almost immediately spot the um, clerk from the magic shop uh, or, or someone who looks very much like him. Um, you also spot five or six other people dressed in similar clothing. Um, sort of spread around in such a fashion that you're pretty sure that they're casing the place, uh, like gathering intel for some sort of an operation to, to go down here. How many people am I seeing doing that? Five or six, maybe. And are they like throughout or are they all? Yeah, together? they're like, like you're standing back and you just kind of like in your full field of vision, you can see them moving along. It's almost like they leap out at your senses, you know, like, Right, they're doing exactly uh, what we're doing, basically. Right. 
Well, they're definitely cased in place. You're not sure what to what end. But it looks like they're checking entrances, exits. It looks like they're uh, taking note of the security presence. Is there anything particularly stand out about any of them? Um, aside from one of them at least being a high Gorgon, no. Uh, they're, like I said, they're dressed in similar clothing, these, these priestly robes um, that he was wearing in his cover identity. All right, I'll just keep an eye on it. All right, cool. You're watching that. Um, Catherine, you, uh, where, where would you like to use stealth to gain information? Where would you like to be snooping? I think Ithrin is just going to sort of like follow her instincts and sort of, uh, and this is probably why she would roll real bad. She was like, oh yeah, what would, where would I go if I was home in a normal city? Okay. So you start going down and uh, making your way, checking out like how the sewer connects to uh, this um complex hey mm -hmm. for, uh, thanks for the raid welcome raiders we're uh oh. lands. um so yeah you, you make your way down kind of close to the uh sewer region and as you do you get down into a tunnel tunnel uh runs looks like it runs maybe underneath so you're going to check that out to see if there's maybe some secret access that you can get um, and as you round the corner into the tunnel juncture uh, you see a very large fleshy bulbous form uh, that has filled the sewer And it starts uh, sort of shifting its way toward you. What would you like to do? Run away. All right. Uh, you turn and take off running. Go ahead and give me a um, perception check as you turn. Oh, D&D Beyond is trying to kill me tonight. I rolled a 10. All right. You spin around, um, take like four steps and run directly into uh, the like chest level of a rather gaunt human um, dressed in black robes. Do I recognize him? Uh, you don't, but you recognize his robes. He's definitely wearing the... Uh, Robes of a counselor, of a necromancer. Uh, Ithrin will not say anything and will try to tumble past him. Um, all right, you're going to just try to like squeeze beyond. Yeah, in Ithrin's mind, there is nothing that she can say to this man to make her situation any better. She will only make it worse if she tries to talk. Very so good. So she, she just get the hell out of the situation. All right. This is uh, why Charlie didn't go with you. 
Go ahead and give me a athletics or acrobatics check, whichever is your preference, please. Uh, I will take acrobatics because I have advantage on that. All right. The dice trying to kill me. I rolled an 11 with advantage. Oh, no. All right. (laughs) (laughs) This is how I threw in dice. Surprisingly enough, as you like drop and try to like roll past him, he like grabs you by the scruff of your neck and lifts you up and starts speaking in Dunahan to you. As in what? Dunahan. Oh, I think that Duhan, like, like, <laughs> like, like, like Scotty. Scotty. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're doing this no, now. He, he starts speaking to you in Dunahan. You don't understand what he's saying. Um, but you do understand. Uh, that that cube behind him is starting to bubble. And he pulls out some shackles from under his robe. He's going to try to put them on you. Are you going to try to shimmy free of his grapple? Ah. All right, it's time to resort to the amulet, I think. <laughs> wow, that escalated quickly. <laughs> right? Cone <laughs> of cold. <laughs> this reminds me of one time when someone I knew set off a bunch of fireballs in a tiny hotel room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something that happened. All right. Uh, there's actually nothing I want to cast while he is touching me. Okay. Um, but yes, I would like to slip out of his grasp. All right. Uh, you can make a either strength athletics roll, um, or do do you have anything that makes you that gives you advantage, like trying to escape grapples, anything you know, like that? Uh, nothing that I can find. Uh, is there stone around here? Oh, plenty of it, yeah. Uh, The entire sewer is worked stone. All right, so my plan is, uh, I don't think I need to use the amulet, so my plan right now is to get out of his grapple and then cast meld into stone. Okay. Um... So what was that to roll to escape the grapple? Uh, it would either be it would be uh, strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics. Oh, I'm gonna go with dexterity because I got a penalty to strength. I only have an eight. All right. Uh, all right, acrobatics advantage. Oh, hooray! That's a nineteen. I'll roll just okay. Twenty-one. Yep, you uh, wriggle free of his grasp easily. Okay. Uh, yeah, in that case, meld into stone. All right. And uh, what's the casting time on meld into stone? One action. All right. Excellent. So you're just dropping down into the stone below you. Uh, yeah, or melding into the wall, whatever's closest. Uh, the floor is definitely going to be closer. Okay. Excellent. Uh, are you aware of your surroundings when you're melded into stone? Uh, I cannot see anything. 
uh, I make any uh, wisdom perception checks at disadvantage to hear anything. Uh, I am aware of the passage of time and can cast spells on myself. Uh, I can use my movement to leave the stone where I entered it, but otherwise cannot move. So, not a perfect escape. But it will keep me from being fed to the flesh monster, so I'll take it. All right. Go ahead and give me that uh, perception check at disadvantage, if you don't mind. Okay. Well, uh, 10. All right. Um, probably about five minutes pass uh, when you can hear the sort of slimy sloshing of this cube moving above the uh, area that you came out in, or that you went down into, rather, I should say. And uh, it continues to move. It moves past. Right. Takes, takes it probably about a good solid two, three minutes to get past you. I'm going to give it another good five, ten minutes. Okay. And then what? Oh. You know, actually, I'm just going to wait for like a full half hour before I come out. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) So once you've all done the rest of your recon, um, the people that you were watching, Charlie, um, they spent, you watched them for about 20 minutes before they seemed to like take off in their separate directions and and leave the the vicinity. Unless you were going to interrupt them. No. Uh, after about 20 minutes has passed, you all sort of regroup and realize that Ithrin has not returned. You'll send that message. Where you at? <laughs> In the floor, something was going to eat me. <laughs> In the blow. <laughs> what you doing in there? <laughs> Uh, once i get the message i'll emerge from the stone and try and regroup excellent that is probably the silliest answer you've ever given to that question (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably please give me an intelligence saving throw me yeah oh no oh no i'm dumb (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a smart rat there's another 10 Another 10. Excellent. That does not save. Uh, as, oh. you, as you come up out of the ground, uh, you see the shadows in the area start to flitter around in, in the edges of your vision. Uh, <laughs> you become frightened. Your speed is reduced by half. And you feel threatened from every side. So you have disadvantage on perception checks. You can uh, repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns um, with disadvantage. Okay. 
Ithrim basically did the D&D equivalent of when you're a kid and you're scared of the monster in your room, so you just hide under the blanket. <laughs> so, uh, what what is the source of my fear? Everything around you, all the darkness oh. is your is the source of your fear. Oh, then I I am running out of the sewers. All right, you take off running, just like bad out of hell. Give me that perception check um, with disadvantage, if you don't mind. Oh no! Oh no! Earl the six. Excellent. Um, you round the corner again. No. And this time, almost directly into uh, another cube. Possibly the same cube. You're not sure. Well, you're doing so good. Sewer. I need you to make a let's see. Dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, okay. Twenty one. Excellent. You you like round the corner and you feel like the early splatter of just the the surface gore on this cube and like back you know stop yourself and pull yourself back just in time uh, as you do it disgorges uh, dropping four undead in front of you four zombies what would you like to do uh. So I'm still frightened. Yes. Um, you can make your intelligence safe now, though. Oh, okay. At disadvantage. All right. I mean, oh, natural 20, but it's disadvantage. 12. Uh, not quite enough to get you free. Okay. Um, uh, so related to where I think my friends are or where I think the exit is, where are the undead positioned? Uh, they're between you and the, and the entrance you came in. Uh, okay. Um, Code of cold. I had a feeling it was coming. <laughs> yeah. They need to make a save for that. Uh, yes, Constitution saving throw DC fifteen. That's funny. Um, let's see. Wow. Well. All right. The cube did not make it. And the zombies definitely did not make it. Okay, uh, they all take 27 damage and they are frozen statues until they thaw, which probably also uh, fucks up my life. Yep, you freeze the cube and the... Uh, well, they're only frozen statues if they drop to zero, right? 
Uh, a creature killed by the spell becomes a frozen statue until it thaws. Okay, so uh, all of the zombies are frozen statues. That cube is still up. Okay, um, but the cube is still in my way? Yes, and still... Um, so, like, the zombies were right in front of the cube. You froze mm-hmm. the zombies, and you you gave the cube frostbite. It's not happy with you, but it's certainly not dead. Okay. Now, the rest of you know that... Uh, that uh, Ithrin is somewhere in the floor. What would you like to do with that knowledge? <laughs> Where in the floor are you? <laughs> you messaging again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I get 20 words? No, that's sending you 25 words. Isn't oh, okay. This is just our, our rings, right? Our little uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can talk freely oh, with your rings. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh I'm out of the floor. There's a giant cube. Everything like hurts and I'm dying. Like where though? In the sewers. Oh, sewers, sewer, <laughs> like everybody. <laughs> okay, so you're sewer. you're all making your way toward the sewer? Yeah. As you start making your way toward the sewer, you see um One patrol, a necromancer, uh, two zombies, a white, and one of the Morai, like walking over toward the sewer entrance that you were about to uh, head to. A group battle now. I'm just going to give Ethan the warning. Yo, you're going to have more visitors. Like, get out of there now. Uh, They definitely beat you to that door and start making their way into the sewer entrance. As they do so, Ithrin, give me a perception check, please. You no longer have disadvantage on these. Yay. Oh, 22. They're not trying to kill me anymore. Excellent. You hear the faintest of whispers. And as you look over, you can see an outline, kind of a huddled humanoid. Says, this way if you wish to survive. Come with me if you want to live. I know. I know. Uh... Basically. I, I, I have no other options. I will follow this mysterious figure. Uh, as, as you're walking along, you see that they're holding, like they have a chain that is apparently attached to their own ankle that they're holding up as they're, as they're moving. Holding it taut so that it doesn't rattle. And is this the same person that I ran into earlier? No. Okay. Um, this person's wearing rags. Um, and if you look at them, you, you notice that uh, they are, though most of their body is covered, um, you can definitely see like on the hand because they're holding the chain up that their flesh ends pretty much at the wrist. 
so it seems like they only have flesh like on areas where they need padding or on areas that are like frequently exposed their face their hands their shoulders uh is there some kind of role i can make to understand what sort of creature he might be uh sure you can make a arcana check or a medicine check medicine 19 uh, this looks for all the world like one of the the way that the wretched were described to you by the wretched, those wretched that you met. The way they said that there were the different kinds. Uh, this looks like they're probably one of the marrow feasters, one of the people who have uh, been dead the longest before they became um, wretched. He leads you into a little crack in the wall in the sewer, basically. And as you move through that crack, it's tight even for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and you notice just how much of that, uh, of the space he occupies that he doesn't actually take up as he sort of pulls in his robes and just shimmies through this crack. Um, and we get on the other side, uh, he starts leading you through some more tunnels. Uh, says we have Haven keep you safe what are the rest right. of you doing up, up top Ethan how are you holding up <laughs> I found someone he's gonna save me is he <laughs> in this city though <laughs> is he though <laughs> There's so many things in this sewer that wants to eat me, and I don't think he's one of them. All right. Keep us updated. We don't want to cause too much of a scene. Yeah, no. Uh, and so to to this guy, uh, I'm going to tell him, uh, I appreciate you saving me back there. Well, you're slithering. Yeah, but I don't like to brag. We can use your help. Uh, yes, definitely. You know tunnels, you know underground. Yes. Good. Uh, do you have a name? They never gave me a name. Oh, I'm real sorry to hear that. Uh, you can call me Ithrid. Hello, Ithrid. What are the rest of you doing while this is going on? You're muted, Corey. <clears throat> What's the uh, timer on dawn? Or dusk? Uh, you still have several hours to dusk. Um, you, what you've witnessed, if you stopped uh, where you're at, you saw that patrol go down into the sewer and you heard kind of a rumble, like a low rumble emanate from the sewer shortly thereafter. I think I'm just going to wait until I... Yeah, if you continue waiting, about five minutes later they emerge. Um, 
the woman who's running the patrol is kind of chastising a gaunt man in necromancer's robes. Because you were just supposed to go down there and feed it. Yes, but I, I saw a, a interloper, a, a Slytherin. You probably saw a mouse. No, you you mock me, but it, I, there's nothing to mock. There was a Slytherin down there. Yes, one lone Slytherin manifested <laughs> here in the midst of Glivodotel and summoned enough magical might to destroy your undead servants and corrupt that rock cube. Of course they did. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm going to get this guy fired. <laughs> You can explain to Lucian what happened to his rod cube. Let's not be hasty. I can build him a new one. You know how he feels about his toys. If they're going to keep walking, like uh, trail behind them, see if they go to Lucian right away. Um, Yeah, you can try and make a self check. What are the rest of you doing while uh, that's happening? 25. I don't know if so I got now, drugged down to the sewers with everyone or... Otherwise I assume I you got drugged down to the gate of the sewer. Okay. I mean, like, you, you went to, like, a there's, like, a sewer entrance, like, right outside of the uh, actual Coliseum. Yeah, I was gonna say we didn't actually go down there, did we? No, no, no we didn't. you didn't go in. No, you just went down close enough to see what happened <laughs> at the entrance. But so you're I technically could, on like, the street. Gulks off in tow. Yeah, like you see them start to go by, and then you look over, and Haiku's just like not standing there anymore. You try to roll perception to see if you catch if you catch him. Or if you I just, I'll, I'll do a message like through the, the rings. I'm like, I'm just tailing to see if they go to Lucian Dang. Uh, well, let us know. We'll be behind you about a block. Yeah, I'm like I'm not following too close either, so just enough that I can hear. All right. Are Alan and Charlie following along as well? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Ithrin, you make your way into a um, small little hovel, really, that's been carved out into the side of the sewer. Um, like the, the actual stonework has been broken and they like dug out a hut and you see there's like six more of these wretched all in the same physical condition. Uh, hi, thanks for saving me. Yes, yes, you can repay us now. Yes, what do you need me to do? You know the sewers, you know the underground, you know tunnels. I feel like I should be upfront with you. I am very new to this city. I'm good with tunnels. I don't know anything about the tunnels here. We need escape. Okay. Tell me more. You help us get out of the city. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
Let's do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Good. They start to stand up and like gather their little bits of, of items that they have. Most of them seem to be like broken and discarded trinkets. All right. So how how much would Ithrin understand about how to get out of the city from here? The three ways out of the city, you know, are go down the lift, mm-hmm. go down the tunnels that you came up through. They're filled with undead and they mm-hmm. don't know how to navigate um, or teleport. Okay. So. All right. I could probably navigate the tunnels out of the city, but they're full of undead. Uh, I don't know how they're going to react to you, but they will probably react very badly to me. Uh, And... I'm here on a separate mission, which is kind of time sensitive. Um, mission, time. The new mission is help us escape. All right. Uh, what are you running from, can I ask? Wizards. Can it wait for like another day? Did we wait to save you? Okay, that's fair. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you could maybe yes. just lead them to the door so the tunnel's out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I will do that. Uh, and I'll, I'll send a quick message. Uh, like, hey, I've been sort of press ganged into helping some undead escape. They saved my life, so I kind of owe them. Lead him to the place where we got here from. Show him a door and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, we'll meet you over there. (laughs) Okay, see you soon. (laughs) Are you planning to meet back up at where the the doorway was? Or are you planning to meet back up at the end? Uh, I'm assuming they meant doorway. Yeah, I I was just talking about like just show him the door where we got here. Yeah, and I was figuring we'd be like hanging out over in that area just in case some shit went down we'd be nearby right. so you're all gonna head over that way i yeah i guess yeah i wanted to see if they're gonna leave the solution not like i don't want to like well you already went off that way yeah, yeah. i just want to make sure way. like if they're basically yeah, they i'm trying to see if they're trying to lead him so to much for not splitting up you can show a um <laughs> right uh they do not go directly to Lucian Dane, though. Okay, then, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. All right. Um, those of you who are navigating through the streets, you're going against the flow of traffic, so it's basically like traveling difficult terrain. It's going to take you a while to get there. 
uh, under the ground. It depends. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, survival check to navigate there, uh, if you don't mind, Ithra. Okay, well, at least I'm good at this. Don't say oh, that. Bro. 24. Nice. <laughs> right, you actually yeah, almost beeline for it. You uh, are able to avoid every hazard, easily spot things that are going to uh, add to your trip and just zip through. Um, get there relatively quickly. Um, are you taking any precautions while you're traveling in terms of, well, anything really? Or are you just straight up just guiding me? Um, I'll probably do like, uh, at a couple instances, be like, okay, wait here, let me scout ahead, like peek, make sure there's no monsters and be like, all right, it's clear. Let's go this way. Go ahead and give me a stealth check and a perception check, please. Okay. Stealth is 13 and perception is 16. Okay. Um, you don't notice anything, uh, I mean, you notice plenty of things, but nothing that like is, appears to be looking for you. You notice a lot of things you're like, wait for this, you know, undead alligator to cross up ahead, um, things like that, but, uh, you know, no guards or anything along those lines. Um, and you're fairly certain that you've managed to make your way without, uh, alerting anyone, um, so you arrive at the door. Um, you're just going to tell them it's full on dead. Good luck, basically. Uh, okay, so here's the door out of the city. It's full of undead. If you want to wait a couple minutes, I've got some friends who are on their way over. Okay. Us and your friends go. I'll yeah. ask them when they get here. Uh, you wait for like 45 minutes and the rest of the group finally pours in. Um, you see her sitting there with six marrow feasters. Uh, hello, these are my new friends. None of them have names. They never gave us a name. <laughs> Me either. All right. So, yeah, there's the door. <laughs> you guide us out. Just a straight shot. Just keep going. Don't look back. Don't listen to anything you hear. You're going to hear temptations. Don't listen to them. Just keep going. You'll be out of here in no time. Why don't you make a deception check there, Haku? There you go. <laughs> Telling the truth. <laughs> You're absolutely kidding me. I have like a plus 10 in this. I wrote a nat one. Oh, oh no. Yeah. They my like, best skill. <laughs> they like start to turn to to leave. And then the one that actually like physically guided you out, Ithrin, like mm -hmm. stops and turns and looks over his shoulder. And says lies, betrayal, and like dives forward. So why don't you all go ahead and roll initiative? Oh, I don't want to kill these people. I really don't. Twenty-two. 
Everybody? Yeah, you're all there. All right. 14. I rolled a one, but I got a five. My second one of the night, though, I'll uh, let you know. My attempt is just going to say, but there is another option before right, a and complete fight breaks out. What did Alan get? 15. All right. Well, the first action does go to Haiku. Um, so, yeah, you're basically all grouped up. <laughs> let me put you all in just on the same map so that you can see some relative distances. So you're all pretty well grouped up. Um, We're in a building, right? You're inside of the building, yeah. So there's nobody like, nobody's going to see you. All right. Necessarily. Uh, okay. And also just in case too, um, I have the Among the Dead uh, feature. So just in case whenever they attack me directly, they got to make a wisdom saving throw of a DC 15. And on a failure, they got to choose a new target or waste the attack or spell. Is that because they are undead? Yeah. Uh, on a success, if you target the creature with attacker, is immune for 24 hours. Okay. Um, so I'm going... Let's see, let's see. Oh, I don't want to do that. If we resign to leaving by teleportation... We do have a guide waiting for us on the other. I'm going to. That is true. Second level magic missile. These guys. Um, oh, okay. So that's six darts, right? Uh, second level is four darts. Second level is four darts. Okay. It just adds one dart per level. Okay. So let me three, five, two, two, three, five, two, two, right? So yeah, that's my four darts. Three, five, two, two? Yeah. All right, that brings us to Alan. What would you like to do? Oh, I can I um. Never mind. Oh, did you have an, like a bonus action or something? I was gonna use it, but not even worth using it right now. Okay. Um, how far away am I from the door? Uh, we'll say you're probably, well, they're all between you and the door, but you're, yeah. uh, so you are 20 feet from the door. Okay. Are they uh, in the doorway or no? I mean, they were going to go through the door, so I assume that they're in the area-ish. Yeah, they're like, they were like in the doorway. I'm going to use a pushing attack. And shove them through the door. Uh, you can shove probably two of them through the door. Um, okay. So I will try. Uh, 
do I, what do I do for that? Cause I'm not using my hammer or any, I guess I have to use my hammer. Yeah. I have to do, but I'll do like the hammer sideways and just kind of like shove them. That's fine. Cool. All right. That works. Uh, 11 for one, and then my second attack is 19. All right, so you go to shove the first. Um, I'll be right back. Skip me, and if I'm not, if sure, call me. Um, so they you shove at the first one, and they like catch. Um, your... I'm gonna actually do precision attack and then add. Um, a superior okay. add the roll to that roll so to make sure that I hit it. All right. So I'll roll a total. DA. I'm going to add that to 11. No, you're fine. Yeah. And that was eight. So Excellent. that's another 19. So two 19s. All right. So yeah. you shove two of them out into the um, hallway. Um. Yeah. And then can I use sweeping attack and do another um, creature within five feet? What's the sweeping attack maneuver? Yeah. Does it cost an action? It doesn't say it says maneuver sweeping attack. When you hit with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one superiority die to deal damage to another creature within five feet of the original target and within your reach. Oh, sure, yeah. I'll you spend the superiority die to do that. So you're shoving a third one out the door, basically? Yeah, but I rolled a one. A natural one? Yeah. On your attack to get him? No, no, not the attack, the superiority die. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it just it, it deals damage. Is the way that the, that the feature is written? When you hit with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one superiority die to deal damage to another creature within five feet. Okay, so within that doesn't range. actually, yeah, that doesn't actually push them, but you do hit them. Yeah. Can okay. I just not come out with that one? No. <laughs> not even Damn close. It. Um, all right, that will then bring us to um, Charlon. Not sure what you want to do? I'm not entirely sure what I want to do. I think I am actually going to um, probably just mage armor myself okay. uh, as like my main action. But I am also going to try to pitch that they can still go through the door. We don't need make to per, fight. Make you. a persuasion check with disadvantage. Sure. Oh man, one of them was a natural 20, but even with disadvantage, I got a 13. Okay. Um, you uh, 
It is a way out. All right, the next action will go to Ithrin. Ithrin, are you going to interrupt what they're about to do and act, or are you going to hold your action? Uh, I'm going to hold my action. Okay. Um, one of them lunges like they're about to lunge at Charlotte, and the other one catches them. Says they're right. They've gotten us free of the necromancers. This is not a fight worth having. We must learn to pick our, our battles now that no one is telling us who to fight. He stops I'll, and... I'll, I'll look at the rest of the group and in Lydian uh, language that I assume they're not going to speak. Um, mention that uh, if we're sure we're going to teleport out of here, maybe the spirit can help them some of the way. But who knows? The undead seem to be afraid of that spirit anyway. They might also be scared of them. They all turn and, and disengage. Charlie, are you going to do anything? Is there certain to leave? I, I don't think there's any reason I need to, right? No, you don't have to, for sure. Um, they collect each other and take off, assuming that you're not talking about or to them. Um, and go down into the tunnel. Oddly enough, you don't really hear any screams or any anything beyond their footsteps. Dope. Uh, all right, I'm really glad right. we didn't have to kill all of them. That would have been loud. I cross yeah, my arms and I look at Aetherin <laughs> and I'm like, why do you have to be so friendly to everyone? I was going to thunder wave, but I was like, that makes a big noise for like 300 feet. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah, basically <laughs> everything I have would make this entire hut explode in a giant yeah. ice ball. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be mean to people. That's just mean. You got shit to do. <laughs> We gotta save the world. We can't worry about these guys. I mean, they saved my life. I wanted to help them. It all worked out in the end, more or less. You know, now we gotta figure out their own way out of here. I give Ithrin a a noogie. (laughs) 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 Have I seen any other mages walking around with mage armor up in the city? Um... Yes, absolutely. I will leave my mage armor up. It will probably make me even more intimidating. That yes, it will probably draw. It may draw some attention, but not, you know. Yeah. Reason be like, oh wow, there's somebody. They're gonna be like, oh wow, that's a huge, huge person with some mage armor. Um. So, is there anything else you'd like to do before we call things a wrap for this week? Uh, take a rest because they spent two superiority dice shoving skeletons through a door. <laughs> take a little uh, quick rest so I can get my spell back. You want to take a short rest? Short rest, yeah. Yeah, short rest. We could go back right. to our end. We got to meet whoever there at dusk anyway. Yeah, we got a couple hours to go still. Yeah, do you want to go back to the end and then take the short rest? Yeah. All right, that's where we will... Uh, resume game next time. Now, um, 
it is my duty to inform the audience that we will not be here uh, for our next scheduled session. Uh, half of the party is going to be away uh, doing vorpal things that might be involving tails. Um, so yeah, having a, a IRL meetup, so that'll be fun. Um, but between now and then is Onyx PathCon. Uh, it's June 10th through 12th. Lots of opportunities to see a few of our smiling faces um, and plenty of other stuff going on with Onyx Path. Uh, lots of celebrations. I will be running Scarred Lands. Um, all the 5e stuff will be on this channel during Onyx PathCon. So all of the Realms of Pugmire, Legend Lore, Scarred Lands, uh, Crossroads Continent, that will be broadcast uh, on my channel at Plastic Age Plays, I should say, rather. Uh, the panels will be on this channel uh, on its path. <coughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, mark your calendars, come out for that. Uh, we hope to see you there. I will be running a one-shot uh, with some uh, friends old and new to the channel. Um, and we'll be announcing those cast announcements very, very soon. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, like I said at the top of the show, uh, so 50% off sale over at Indie Press Revolution. Lots of Onyx Path physical books, half off. Uh, celebrate the 10 years of Onyx Path. Um, and I do want to remind you the game that we're running right now, Dead Man's Rest. I have some new pretty neat art in the background from Dead Man's Rest. Yeah. A little necromancer hanging out right there in the corner. Um, but uh, that's up on Backer Kit. I'll go ahead and grab that link. And while I'm doing that, let's go ahead and have everyone uh, do our outros. Tell us who you are, what you do, who you're playing, your pronouns, their pronouns, and anything you would like to promote. And let's start it off with Charlie this time. Um, I am Sarah Sharnabur, she, her, also playing, or playing Carly, also she, her, but fine with they, them, whatever. Um, I'm all over the internet. I'm usually wordsmith Sarah writes. Uh, or words with Sarah, just plain words with Sarah. Um, yeah, I'm off tonight. So, um, and I have a Twin Peaks podcast and things, and there's stuff. I do things that we have. That's all I have. Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, next up, Haiku, please give us your pertinence. Hey guys, I'm Mike Mutant. I'm playing Haiku, uh, both he, him. Uh, in real life, I am a comic artist. Uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere at Mike Newton. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, next up, we have Shara Lung. Hey, I'm Corey Frang, a.k.a. Narf, a.k.a. Shara Lung. All of us, they, them. Uh, and yeah, uh, the big thing that I like to advertise when I'm on the stream is a video game that I work on called Caves of Cud, QUD. Uh, we'll drop a link. And, uh, yeah. Sweet. You got that link you said? Yeah. Um, and next up, Alan, please give us your pertinence. Hi, guys. Uh, Malena. Uh, she, they, I play Alan, she, her. Uh, in real life, I'm an art and yoga teacher and artist in Illinois. I am Milena Deneno for my art, or Milena Moves Mindfully for my yoga. And I have Patreon. Oh, and I just reached a thousand followers on Instagram, so I'm doing a Q&A. So if you have any questions, let me know. Awesome. And 
that brings us to Ithrin. Hello. Uh, my name is Rachel. I was playing Ithrin. We're both she, her. Uh, although Ithrin is way more of a trash fire than I could ever hope to be. Uh, <laughs> I am stolen fires pretty much everywhere on the internet. Um, you can find me uh, when I'm not here. I am over at Vorpal Tales. Uh, and yeah, as, as Travis said, we're having a really great get together in about two weeks. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to be running some Call of Cthulhu and some Dragon Age. And I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you will find me on Vorpal Tales Sundays and Mondays and on their Patreon running Call of Cthulhu Horror on the Orient Express. Excellent. And I just uh, threw a link to their channel in the chat. Go check them out. They're awesome, fun friends of, uh, of the Onyx Path for some time. Uh, and I guess that leaves me, huh? I'm Travis Legg, uh, he, him, they, all fine by me. Uh, when I'm not running games here, I'm writing them. Uh, like Dead Man's Rest, for example, which I think you should go and uh, get on Bagger Kit, pre-order it. Um, I've been looking through the proof copies of it. Uh, it's getting very close to being in the hot of the hands of the people who have pre-ordered it, and it is uh, beautiful. Uh, it's really, I'm really thrilled with it. Um, I actually think it, it went out to pre orders, yeah, because we did errata. So if you pre order it, you'll you can get your hands on it and see how awesome this book is, is looking. Um, and yeah, we will be back here. Uh, let's see, our next scheduled stream for this then will be the 29th of June. Um, so join us then to find out uh, what. Further horrors awaits this group in the Necromancer city of Glivodot's hell. Till then, uh, to get yourselves and each other, get your shots, social distance. We'll see you again real soon.